Oh no! So we ha- are you saying we have no intro? We've got. Well, are you are you, are you rocket rocking recording now? I'm recording now. Yeah, and rocking and rocking, and I am really nice. really sorry. And welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. You are joining the awesome foursome, the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast team. We are joining this podcast remotely because those are the fucking rules. So let's get on with this and say hello to Dan. Uh, James Gurnlist was here, but I, I fucked up and I'm sorry. Yeah, and it, it was, it was going to be awesome, but he's not here anymore. Russ, hello. Hello. Duncan, hello. All right. And it's hello from me, Tom. Uh, we're going to do a very special podcast. I mean, it's not really special. It's a format we do quite a lot. But basically, it's a catch-up, what-have-we-been-up-to kind of podcast. Now, at the beginning of lockdown, we did a podcast a few weeks in because, obviously, lockdown gave us a bit of time to do some of the things we hadn't done in a while, watch films we hadn't watched in a while, or, or catch up with series that people have been telling us we absolutely have to watch. And so we are now coming to the end of lockdown. We're not so much the end, more a sort of a relaxation of lockdown. So what better time to do another? What have we been doing? So uh, I think we're going to go round. And basically, because Dan forgot to hit record the first time, (laughs) I'm going to do it in exactly the same way and say I'm going to start. I have been watching over the past week uh, the fourth series of Rick and Morty which is one of my favourite cartoons, uh, and I'm pretty sure there's a few people around this uh, virtual table that would probably agree. One of my absolute favourite adult cartoons. The fourth series is brilliant. I, I said it in the original recording that Dan uh, fucked up, um, <laughs> that, that it's one of my favourite se- series, uh, well, sort of series of series, because, you know, it keeps re- it keeps reintroducing running gags. It keeps dropping those gags. It keeps mentally keeps referencing them. It keeps it just consistently gets funnier and funnier and funnier as the episodes progress. And I got to say that in the fourth series, one of my favourite episodes was the dragon episode, which, uh, as Duncan said in the original recording, that Dan fucked up uh, is basically the D and D and D episode. And he's absolutely right. I mean, it's. I mean, I love the idea that dragons are slutty. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> and you like, slut, you slut, you slut. <laughs> It's like it's because he's a slut, a slut. Like <laughs> really, just, and I mean that that dragon tamer or wizard or whatever the hell he was, like is just brilliant. Especially when they they go to rescue Balthamar or whatever the fuck the dragon's called, and <laughs> ends up he sort of comes out and just shouts, "What in the name of the medieval equivalent of tarnation is going on here?" <laughs> <laughs> just it's it's so funny, man. And Rick you know gets the, like her soul bonds with that dragon and and ends up for the rest of the episode like coughing and choking because that dragon's being hung and he's if he, i don't know it just I, I found myself in a little puddle of my own laughter it was uh, <laughs> yeah such a such a great the, episode the soul bonding moment in that is also hilarious because it is just them orgasming <laughs> yeah and it's just um, like oh man it's so it's so much better now you're here i really hope it's not because you're watching but don't leave <laughs> <laughs> but i do uh i didn't realize i had actually watched more of it than uh i realized because in the end was I finished it and watched the last the season ending is phenomenal it really just you know it's been really kind of like well it's kind of like kind of heavy and then it's 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 quite i suppose retrospective bit melancholic melancholic yeah melancholic did i get that right yeah melancholic it is and and even the episode with the toilet (laughs) um (laughs) which which again is is excellent is really melancholic as well um it's you know he even hit rick sanchez sitting on a toilet being jeered at by yeah. hundreds of holographic <laughs> versions of himself for being king shit um, is just is just brilliant because you know the whole point about Rick Sanchez is that he he hates himself as much as he loves himself and he is at the extremes of both ends of that sliding scale um, the I mean there's <laughs> there's so many good Jerry moments in this series <laughs> as well like 
Jerry is like, is hey, like <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said hey, hey. <laughs> just like there's nothing better than like watching Jerry floating through the sky with his trousers filled up with rainwater, trying to <laughs> trying to bring himself back down to the ground, like just floating through the sky, answering the phone because Rick has. Rick has made his trousers. What no? Rick has made his trousers buoyant, but his shoes negatively buoyant <laughs> to the point where, you know, he just he he can kind of jump around really high, and then he loses one of his shoes and just <laughs> shoots off into the sky. Oh, it's, it's the this thought uh, definitely going to be a spin-off. The dump, invisible dumpster truck. <laughs> Definitely going to be a spin-off until it runs out of gas. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I, I, and I, unfortunately, the missus doesn't really like it that much. Um, no, I think she'd rather, watch, she'd rather watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, which is another series we've been watching a little bit of, <clears throat> watching a bit more Series 6. But yeah, Rick and, Rick and Morty Series 4, absolutely superb. Still, I cannot recommend it enough to anyone who hasn't watched it. It's so worth the time. Uh 22 minutes per episode and you will laugh a lot go for it <laughs> can i go next then oh dan how about you go next yeah well it's kind of related because i've been re-watching community oh nice so, one. Oh, by the way you are recording right yes i'm recording now yeah All right, cool, I do great, yeah. <laughs> oh, 50 percent of me is annoyed that i wasn't i didn't actually hit record because I didn't actually hit record and there was a load of good stuff there. The other 50% is annoyed because I know I'm just going to get this in the neck all f- for like months now. <laughs> so, so like, <laughs> um, yeah, so we're rewatching community and it holds up. It is, it is excellent. It is a really, really good TV series still. Um, even when you rewatch like season five and season six, they are really, really good. And I, I, I maintain that if you took season four and said, this is a lone season, this has got nothing to do with seasons one, two, three, five, and six. And uh, what do you think? I think I'd probably laugh a lot more. But when you compare season four to every other community season, it is, it's not very good <laughs> when, mm-hmm. when they got the other guys in that, that weren't Dan Harmon. Um, but, it, it, yeah, community's great. Just um, the, uh, the one I, I was interested in re-watching was because they did a ta- live table read of um one of the episodes in season five where it's uh, where they're reading out um uh, the what pierce is doing pierce's will basically and in the um in the tv series it's walton goggins and in um the live table read they couldn't get him so they got pedro pascal to do it and pedro pascal spends the whole thing just laughing like just laughing through his lines um but but even going back to walton goggins it's 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 yeah it's fantastic it's, so I, i've really really enjoyed going back through community it's one of those series that now i watch and and i don't know what's going to happen in an episode and then something happens and i go, I'll go oh my god i know what's going to happen next and that makes me really really happy it's it's um dan Harmon's notes must be incredible because the little in jokes that run throughout the whole thing that, and he never seems to slip up at any point throughout the whole of the show. It's I amazing. I think Dan Harmon is one of those almost savant-like writers. Yeah. You know, to the point... I mean, everyone's, everyone must have read the, um, the blog about his writing, mm. uh, his writing routine, you know, that loop. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, he's, he's got a system. The, the dude's got a system. Like, yeah. it's, Har- it's Harmon's loop, man. Um, you know, and he just is clever. I mean, you watch all of his series, all of his writing efforts, mm. and, you know, Rick and Morty and Community are, they, they have so many similarities. And actually, one of the biggest similarities is that apart from the ones where he's not involved in the writing, the writing is incredibly, mm. incredibly high standard. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you, you'd be hard pushed to find another writer that is quite as good as him bar people like joss Whedon, obviously so he's got he's got a friend called rob shrub and they came up doing the sarah silverman show together um they they wrote for that and then dan Harmon got fired and it's been this big burning contention between them but they're friends rob shrub used to come on the podcast with him dan Harmon used to hate him coming on the podcast because he's loud and abrasive and dan Harmon's kind of fairly quiet compared to him 
Um, but he uh, asked him, asked Rob Sharp to come up with ideas for season five of Rick and Morty and leave them on post-it notes on the table. And the picture of Dan Harmon standing over this table of post-it notes is hilarious. And I think we've been through it, but I'm going to read some of them out again. Um, like his ideas for season five of Rick and Morty. Uh, artificial person with real legs. Uh, Voltron, <laughs> but with vegetables. Planet powered by chips and sal- salsa. Wenwolf. <laughs> Uh, the people's <laughs> the people's basketball courts, uh, trench coat made of dreams. Uh, Rick discovers the eleventh commandment. That's the one that he really liked. <laughs> um, anal beads is written for just one of them. <laughs> uh, it's, a bit, it's just this table full of um, full of ideas, and some of them are just hilarious. But yeah, uh, he's. Um, he, he's he's a very he can be a bit of a bell end, can Dan Harmon, but at the same time he's a very talented writer. Um, and you know the fact that all of the community uh, actors kind of went to bat for Dan Harmon, like when he got fired, says an mm. awful lot about how good he was and the quality of writing. But then he got fired and then came back. Yep. So he got fired from uh, from season three after he had the blow up with Chevy Chase. Um, mm. He had an argument with Chevy Chase, and then on his podcast, he played the uh, answer phone message that Chevy Chase left left him, uh, and that was the like the final straw for I think it was Sony at the time. Yeah, um, and um, they they fired him basically. But then they brought in these two guys from season for season four, and the problem with season four is they had an idea of what community was supposed to be like, but they didn't really get it. But it, it felt like so it was more community than ever. But at the same time, by doing that, it felt really false. Yeah. So that didn't do very well. And then season five, they brought Dan Harmon back. And I remember the podcast when they brought him back and everyone cheering and celebrating. And then I remember the podcast after where he's got his intro music and he comes on to the stage and he, like everyone's cheering and the music just drops and he goes, I watched season four. <laughs> and then, then, then the music starts, starts up again. And then he just just... He goes, look, I don't want to criticise other writers. <laughs> but then throughout the whole of season five goes on to call it the gas, gas leak season. So, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's fairly clear that he wasn't a fan. So, did they, I mean, you, you know quite a lot about this. Did, did Chevy Chase just have to kind of suck it? They, they got rid of him eventually, yeah. And it turned out yeah. Chevy Chase was a, not a wonderful person to be around. Apparently not. I mean, the guy has to have like, was it Brian says? Like, well, the guy has to have like no money left, right? <laughs> <laughs> he um, he used to go around dropping the N word apparently and saying, "What? It's okay." Richard Pryor said I could do it. Quite, ah. quite. What the guy from The Good Life's got to do with anything? I don't know. But, uh... <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Isn't that? Have you, do you remember that scene in the Young Ones where, um, uh, where I think it's in the second series where it suddenly starts in with the Good Life theme song appears and Vivian bursts through it, going, "No, no, we are not doing the bloody Good Life." Sugar flavored snob briars. <laughs> so anyway, Community—that's what I've been doing. Yeah, we're we're going to start a rewatch of that at some point soon. I think we're. I think three episodes away from the end of watching all 30 Rock again, and then we're mm. going to go back and do Community. Nice. And it's genuine... to... yeah. Sorry, go on, Duncan. Um, yeah, Emma's. I mean, I think I made it through season two. I haven't actually gone to season three, but probably need to rewatch it. Might see what Emma's take on it is. Season I don't three. Think she's watching it. Is super weird, but it's great. The Christmas yeah. episode. Community. She's just looking at me strange. Yeah, that's I mean, all. One, we're going to do this again, Duncan. Having a conversation with someone that's not mic'd up on a podcast. No, she just gave me a look. She didn't say anything. <laughs> no, but she then just you mentioned to know what the it. Hell. <laughs> that sort of works even less. Yes. That's because she was just going, what? So, anyway. The other thing that we're considering watching all of again is um, Happy Endings. Did you guys ever watch that? I loved Happy Endings. It's so great. good. Yeah. Um, also, it's got uh, Alicia Cuthbert in. Yeah, but actually being sort of funny and yep. acting well. So people who know her from 24 will be sorely disappointed. Um, just one last thing about Community. The, um, the episode, the espionage episode, which is directed by the Russo brothers, um, is basically a comedy version of Winter Soldier. 
It is incredible <laughs> with Professor Professorson, um, <laughs> who is uh, the teacher of conspiracy theories. That does, <laughs> and um, <laughs> a class that doesn't exist, and it ends up with all the fake guns <laughs> and they're all just I, shooting I just each other. Love, I just love it when people use that, like you know, they say Professor Professorson or yeah. Doctor Doctorson or yeah. Jeffrey Jefferson or you know, oh, it's uh, Tommy Thomason. You know, also, I just love that. It, it tickles me every time. I'm the only person who'll sit there going, yeah. <laughs> someone says that. Which when he mentions the Dean's book that he's writing, Professor Dean at something and his time desk. <laughs> and the, the, the episode ends with him his hood up going, if were that my hoodie was a time hoodie. <laughs> it's like, um, a, you know, a, you know, in Archer, the guy, the guy, Dr. Krieger. Yeah. yeah. Doctor Doctor's his first name. So he's yeah. actually so he's actually Mr. Doctor Krieger. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Doctor with a K. <laughs> anyway. Russ <laughs> one, or Duncan, who's next? One last line I forgot the episode where, where his Batman DVD gets destroyed goes, Sorry I'm late guys. Captain was killed last night. <sighs> yeah. And he had a couple of days left before he retired. Anyway, someone stole your DVD? <laughs> 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 Sorry, <laughs> uh, Russell Duncan. Who's next? Uh, okay, Russ. Uh, so we watched uh, we watched a film the other day, which is like a long TV episode oh, cool. or sort of a very short series that you watch all in one go. Yeah. Um, no, we watched um, Blockers, which we'd never seen before. Mm. It is a funny, funny film. It is. Yes. It's really good. Really, really good. Mm. I've if seen Blockers. Not- Dan, you've seen it, haven't you? Yes. Duncan, have you seen it? Nope. Very good. Very funny. It's very sort of super bad E. Mm. In fact, I think some of the writing people are involved in that. Mm. But it's um yeah, it's it's really good. And it's natural sort of it's one of the more sort of realistic depictions of teenage life, even though in a lot of ways it's not, and it's American, so it doesn't really relate to our sort of experience of things. But um it's uh yeah it's one of the more sort of realistic depictions of teenage life that you see in these films and also the three teenage girls in it are making decisions for themselves and not being rescued by their parents so it's also pretty woke that's cool um woke woke Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Video. I had that word the other day. I'm trying to fit it into conversation. <laughs> I, I, I. Uh, it's also just fucking the um, the the butt chugging scene. Yeah. Had my wife. We had to pause it because she was crying so much with laughter. <laughs> but she is very much a fan of bum jokes. <laughs> not 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 such a big fan of mince or mince jokes. <laughs> I'm still thinking she'll come round to finding it hilarious <laughs> if I do it enough. Tom, while you're taking a photo, which way should we look so that we're all looking at each other? <laughs> okay, so yeah. the problem problem is, I think it's just because my camera, my, my, my screen is so dark. Hmm. I think it's actually an all right picture. Okay, so, okay, so Dan, yeah. you need to be looking to your right. Uh, Duncan, you need to be looking to your right as well. And Russ, you need to be looking to your left. There we go. Uh, no, Duncan, uh, angle your finger down. And I'll angle then. mine up. Yeah. Uh, no, so if you, yeah, so if you sort of point, yeah, that, that's that's perfect, like that. Well, we could try high fiving. Guys, let's get our dicks out. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Cool. That's how I measure two meters distance, and then probably get. Arrested. <laughs> you do realise how unbelievably difficult it would be to get around in your life with a two-meter penis. <laughs> no, yes, I do know. <laughs> People always make this joke, like, yes, don't they? Yes, I do know. I know exactly <laughs> what that would be like. I know exactly what it would be like. My cross and I bear it. <laughs> People always do that joke, don't they? They're like, sort of like, you know, I've got. What, what does a man with a two-foot cock have for breakfast? Well, this morning I had a boiled egg. You know, and it's like, if you, if, you, if, you, if you had a two-foot cock, you would be 
You'd be in pain the whole time. Like you'd never get a stiffy. You'd, you'd want to kill yourself trying you'd to get. Want a... It'd be medically impossible for you to. The amount of blood it would take would mean that you'd pass out long before achieving rigidity. You'd want a bigger <laughs> breakfast than that as well, probably something yeah. with a lot of iron in. I'd imagine. You've never yeah. cast me until then, but rigidity is quite a funny word. <laughs> rigidity. <laughs> it's fun it to say. Me, it caught me completely off guard when you said rigidity. Rigidity. <laughs> it's like when people refer to your cock as turgid. The problem with turgid is it sounds like you remove a couple of letters, turgid. it's turd. So, like. <laughs> and it's funny to make words from other words. <laughs> <laughs> And tur- and the worst thing is turds can be turgid. Turgid backwards is digrut. <laughs> yeah, that's also a funny. Turgid's word. just not a nice word. It's not, especially Dig-rut. not if someone says. Especially not if someone says your dick's looking a bit turgid. Anyway, anyway so we watch Bockers and it's very funny. It's, Duncan, what have you been up to? It's, ger- it's, it's, it's girthy or nothing for me. Like, sure. It's I, want, I don't, I don't well, care Russ. how long it is, it needs to be fucking wide. <laughs> is, ger- is girthy an actual word? I don't know. Um, I like I've it. Got a di- it's like I could go and have a look. <laughs> I've got a dictionary. Just I, I wondered where you were gonna fin- when you were, how you were going to finish that. Yeah, girthy, girthy is the actual word. That's yeah. good. There you go. We're learning now. Thick, bulky and heavy. <laughs> Isn't that Dan's Tinder profile? <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing, Duncan. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. I love you lots. <laughs> no, no, I loved that. That was great. Thick, thick bulky, and heavy. <laughs> Girthy. <laughs> The name of like a like an aftershave or something, couldn't it? <laughs> just, Actually, just me, if you had a black and white, if they made, wearing a suit, they, like crying, <laughs> girthy for men. Well, it's how they should make Yorkie bars just a yeah. bit thicker. And Yorkie, it's girthy. <laughs> I think have have Nestle dropped the overt sexism in their Yorkie marketing? I hope yeah. so. Yeah, they must have done. I mean, they can't. They, they can't, can't still seriously be. I mean, be marketing it's it not for girls. Not girls, can they? Yeah. Oh, was it postmodernism fun? <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe the new tagline is just like Yorkie. It's unisex. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yorkie. We respect all genders, and we accept that sexuality is a spectrum. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag inclusivity. (laughs) Yorkie, you woke yet? (laughs) I I noticed the Um, links that we're talking about how the links adverts haven't changed, weren't we, recently? Well, they've now just parried themselves. They have have now, because they've they've accepted they can't get away with it anymore. Not to lose the point, Yorkies were also fucking disgusting. They weren't great. To be fair, it's just Nestle too much chocolate. chocolate. It's yeah. basically made out of bird droppings. Yorkie, it's too is, much chocolate. It's just indigestion in a bar as but well. If that, had just... been, if that had been dairy milk chocolate in that form factor, mm. fine. No, it's too much. Nestle chocolate is just disgusting. It's too close to like um, like Hershey's or Reese's mm. chocolate. It's got too right. much vegetable oil in it. Yeah. yeah. That's the problem. Mm. Duncan, what have you been up to? <laughs> um, I actually went through a list of a few things, but I want to share mm. what been, we've just finished watching recently, which is Staged. It's on Sorry. iPlayer, mm. and it is fun- it is one of the funniest things. <clears throat> like Staged is it's by David Tennant and no, hang on, it's by Simon Evans, and it's mainly features david tennant and michael sheen mm. or david mcdonald uh no sorry michael sheen and david tennant or sometimes uh david mcdonald and michael sheen or judy dench presents mike uh michael sheen and david tennant um it, name yeah. more british people yes pretty well it's got samuel l jackson features in one episode okay. it's all it's all done on zoom it is all about uh, trying to put together a stage production, a theatre production, and then coronavirus happens and everyone's in lockdown. So everything's filmed in Zoom, and it's produced also by Georgina Tennant and um, Anna Lundberg. Um, it's, it's 
just one of the funniest things I've watched recently. It's just brilliant. It's Tennant and Sheen just hamming it up completely. And I can't recommend it enough. There are brilliant running gags all the way through. Mm. And it's just so funny. You just got, I know your face is like, what the fuck are you talking about? No. But it is. <laughs> I, I can't recommend it. What are you talking it. about? Well, exactly. But, um, yeah, but my know. face isn't saying that. <laughs> um, but it really is very clever. It is very, very, very funny. It was just some... Like, Michael Sheen gets really intense. So sometimes he comes up really close to the camera like this, going, look, I'm just talking to you. And uh, anyway, he's, they, they are just brilliant. Though I do think David Tennant sometimes looks like he's probably... A smack addict or something like that. <laughs> what? Um, I mean, he he could easily pull off being a junkie. Pretty well. I see. <laughs> but anyway, um, it. I, I highly recommend it. It is. Emma said you've just got to watch this, and mm. she was willing to go from episode one because you need to watch it from the beginning, just so you really appreciate how clever some of the running gags through it are. Mm. And uh, <laughs> just, some, just I, I don't know. It's an iPlayer, right? Did you say? Yeah, cool. six episodes. Then it's not very long. It, you can get through it in like an evening. Well, Dan, you'd be able to get through it in an evening. Uh, Russ, it'll probably take you like two evenings, three evenings. Tom, yeah. probably two evenings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that you've got certain times for all of us. It, well, it's down to children, really. Ah, uh, yeah, fair dues. So, um, yeah, I, I would recommend it. I, I mean, I really, I, I, I would recommend anyone watching it mm. just because, I, I don't know, I think it's probably that's probably their finest performance. Judy Dench steals it at the end. She is fantastic. Judy Dench is very funny. Just well, in general. She, she absolutely nails this, and of course Samuel L. Jackson is 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 hilarious. So um, yeah, there's um, Simon Evans, the comedian guy, and he's oh, I don't know. All right, I've just rap wax on lyrical about it, but um, the the whole essence is that they're meant to be rehearsing over Zoom uh, a, a, a play, and they don't ever really seem to do any rehearsals, but it is very funny. Anyway, right. Uh, Tom, back to you. Ah, what have I been doing? What else have I been doing? I mean, to be fair, it just feels like a cavalcade of Rick and Morty, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, classic things. So I, I think, what have I been playing? I was playing on the Xbox very recently. And what the fuck was I playing? It was really, I had a really good, I had a really good time with it. Sorry, I should have written this down. Uh what writing it down you're looking shocked no you I think there was a something. bit of feedback then for a second oh sorry okay um what fuck game was i playing do you play deliver us the moon i played deliver us the moon and i finished that oh because of russ's uh because of russ's recommendation mm. i downloaded on steam uh observe ob- observed or observation 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 that's the one and i played probably about two hours of it before i got really frustrated that i couldn't work out what the fuck to do um, <laughs> <laughs> but i i have to admit the the atmosphere and the whole setup of of everything was just fucking phenomenal and the reveal of where the space station has ended up is just I was I was so shocked, man. It is brilliantly atmospheric, and even on my um, woefully underpowered gaming PC, um, it was really really good fun. And, and I'm really looking forward to getting back into it and playing a little bit more. It also came with the pub, uh, the developers' first attempt at video games, uh, and I can't, uh, stories untold or something like that, or untold stories. I can't remember what it's. I think it's called untold stories. It came bundled with that. Mm. And, I, and I had a go at the first um, the first episode, which I thought was really clever. So basically, what you see on screen is a computer along with an old tape cassette in it, and you play a text adventure game on it. And the whole the text adventure game basically is, you know, you approach a house, you go inside, and inside you find 
a computer that you're playing on, like the exact same computer model that you're playing on with a copy of the game that you're nominally playing within inside this game. So it's all quite meta. And then the next time you play it, something goes wrong. And then suddenly as you're, as you're playing the game, the things that happen on the game start happening in the room around you. Like lights start to go off. You hear footsteps walking through the house as you're playing. And it's, it's, I mean, it's very, very atmospheric because you're mm. so, because you're so obsessed with staring at this computer screen in your computer screen, trying to work out that you're not really paying attention to all the surroundings around you and you completely lose track of it. And suddenly you realize that you've just typed into the computer game in the computer game, like, you know, turn on lights, you turn mm. on the lights, bing, on come the lights inside the house that your, your character is sitting in. It's very, very clever, man. It really, really... It's, really fucked with me. I mean, it's a bit like Five Nights at Freddy's. A little bit, yeah, mm. a little bit of Five Nights at Freddy's. Very kind of meta sort of um, sort of game experience, mm. but it's very clever, and you can see a lot of their experience early kind of ideas, and I can see a lot of those moving into observation. They, they've taken a lot of those, but I have to admit, observation is is thoroughly well written, and I'm I'm very much enjoying it. Mm. Um, but I'm only a couple of hours in. Uh, I haven't played it. To yeah, the me, me too. I'm I'm really enjoying it though. The it, it's, it's like a perspective that you've never really, well, I certainly haven't really sort of seen things from before, is that of an actual AI. And they've done a really good job of sort of, you know, you're not like, you're not sort of an AI that's developed human emotions and stuff. It's very sort of clinical feeling. All the emotion is coming from the human character that you have zero control over. Yeah. It's, um, it's really well done. It feels very voyeuristic, um, you know, and, and you're not quite sure, even as you try to help her, whether you really are helping. Yeah, I, I, mm. are you helping? Are you, do you have some sort of alternate purpose? You, you don't know. It's really good. Yeah, it's very and clever. And the, the sound design's amazing as well. It's one of those, like, humming extractor fans and beeping machinery and things like that but it somehow gets to be absolutely shit scary. Uh, I completely agree. I completely agree. Uh, it's, it's very, very ominous. Um, and it's, uh, I, I like, I quite like the fact that, um, there's little sort of mini games to, uh, you know, patch into working the doors. You have to draw perfect kind of circuit diagrams to, to, to do certain things with the doors. You have to draw one symbol to draw, to like lock the door one other to sort of hack into the door one to close it one to you know and some of these mm-hmm. things you have to do at breakneck speed you have to slam a door before a fire reaches somewhere or you have to hack into an environmental scanner to work out where the fire started and you constantly have to switch around these different static cameras because that's it your viewpoint is literally just what you can see from the camera that is positioned you can't move the camera around until you take over those flying balls but um, but yeah, brilliant. I'm 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 really really hooked in it hooked into this one. I'm very very yeah, impressed. It's really cool. Yeah, really cool. Recommend it. Observation. Don't get observed. The one with Rutger Hauer in it. As much as I love Rutger Hauer, not great. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the weird dystopian future one? Yeah, really weird. Very it's very weird. Very strange that game. Yeah, I played it for about an hour before I was like, I just don't really understand what's going on here. <laughs> And that's that. That's my last bit. I played that and I watched the other thing. Cool. Who's next? Daniel. Um, So, uh, me and Russ built computers. Um, But there's not much to talk about. No fucking way, did you? There's not much to talk about that. So, um, what I want to talk about is all the videos I watched in the lead up to doing it. all the different youtubers i now watch all of and now have very little time for anything else because that's what i'm watching uh so uh bitwit jay's two cents paul's hardware uh gamer nexus hardware unboxed i will now sit and watch all of their videos every week Uh, and as i say it leaves me very little time to do anything but we've already talked about the, the soothing powers of PC build videos. When you start to understand what they're actually talking about, which I didn't when I started watching them going, cool, okay, cool. So yeah. a, a 2080 Ti is better than a 2080 Super. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll try and keep up with that. Um, then, um, then all of a sudden they become 
much more interesting and much more fun. And I've got some favourites, and I, I, I enjoy uh, seeing them do different things, and I enjoy the silly experiments they do with air conditioning units. And I've got Linus tech, ticks, tech tips as well. And because of all these videos, and probably because of upward of like 40, 50 hours of watching these videos, I knew what to do when putting a PC together, which is nuts. But um, that if it's something you're interested in, I, I reckon you could start watching these videos today. Um, and by the end of two weeks, you'd, you'd probably know exactly what to do and how to do it. Really, really useful. Yeah, it's actually really not very difficult. No, not at all. People like us can actually do it. Mm. Although that said, like I've had the front off this thing mm. like pretty much every day for the last two weeks to fiddle with something. Why are you I like to see... Like that cable could really do it being half an inch to the left or things like that. I've, but, I'm not, I've got better fans, but they're, they're grey rather than black, so I haven't put them in. Mm-hmm. So I've been very tempted to, to put them in. I've also started looking at um, RGB strips as well. So the whole thing like glows purple rather yeah. than like just black and purple. Um, also from this, I got the mother of all keyboards as well. I've got a lap board because me and Sarah have got it. It's, it's a it's a uh, HTPC basically, and so as a result, we have to play with this thing on our lap. And this thing is no joke, a meter long. So, so what, what you've basically got is a desk with no legs. Yes, that you yeah with a, a memory foam pad pad underneath it with a built-in mouse pad, so that you can sit and play all your games to your heart's content on your on your lap. It's a mechanical keyboard as well that comes with it, specifically designed for the lap board. So it's like it's got um, cherry red keys on it as well. It is very very cool, um, but yeah, it's massive, so it takes up an awful lot of space. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I built a PC, but, but as I say, there's not much I can talk about unless me and Russ are allowed to get into like which CPUs we bought and all that kind of stuff and and ram and stuff but i don't think that's yeah, really interesting about that. exactly yeah think, yeah those, those youtube videos are very good they have left me th- sort of kind of now i'm thinking like well the next one i do i'll do like this and i'll yeah. maybe do that in about a week yeah because they sort of they're building a new computer like every week yeah. and i want to do that yeah exactly <laughs> i can't do that it's when they just get like random like uh, rtx 2080 ti's just sitting around so we put this in a computer anyway. That's like a grand's worth of graphics card there. What, how yeah. are you doing that? But yeah. I suppose like if you watch like the some of the Linus ones, like obviously they build those computers and then they take them apart again. To use it's the, parts, the same yeah, yeah. components they're using over and over again. Yeah, yeah. They put them back in their little warehouse and they just they're just getting sent this stuff by yeah. the manufacturers. And like those videos all get three or four million views. I vow to myself I would never make a custom water cooled rig, but now I'm looking at it and I'm going could do that that's that that is like a whole other level it's nuts it is absolutely nuts like having to like bend the piping and stuff so exactly right so yeah and can you imagine how many times you'd get it wrong and how much piping you'd waste oh, oh loads it, yeah, yeah. Get... but it looks so cool though mm-hmm. gives it like a real like steampunk feel to it if you do it i would want to do it but yeah so yeah so watching so, so, tons of these youtube videos so can you just use like tap water you can <laughs> if you want <laughs> probably not a good idea but yeah alright although they say distilled water is the, the best thing you can run through it so. you, you just have to have distilled water exactly. or like you, can spend, you can spend loads of money on like super advanced gamer cryo fluid to go yeah. in it which is basically water with some food colouring in it but they, they say that yeah the, the distilled water is the best thing you can run through it anyway so it doesn't yeah. clog up quite like anything else so I did actually watch a Linus Tech Tips video today where they take, like, the the pump bit Mm. off of a a water cooler rig and they literally just connect it to the kitchen tap. (laughs) So instead of water recycling through it, it's just cold water coming out the tap constantly and then draining back into the sink. Not very practical, but hugely effective. Is this the same one where they hooked a computer up to an air conditioning unit and and tried using dry ice as well to cool it? No, there's been a few ones like that. Yeah. They kicked out to like a, uh, it was like an industrial, hmm. like a the sort of thing you'd put inside a leaf blower or something. Yeah. As soon as they turned it on, the the case just flew apart because <laughs> the air pressure inside it was too much. I love the, um, <laughs> you've seen the um, 
the water-cooled uh, scientific calculator that, uh, <laughs> that Linus Tech Tips did. It's, it's, it's very funny. It's just this calculator, and then you look around the back, and there's this giant cable coming off the back of it. That's very cool. But yes, they are very soothing, and I, I recommend just like watching someone put a PC together is, is actually really, really good fun. I'm going to get that PC building sim. I'm going to have to get it. Like, <laughs> you're a big nerd. Yeah. I mean, if, I, if it goes below like five quid, I'll get it. I'm not spending fourteen ninety nine on it. I don't know. I think that'll just scratch the itch. Just, just that'll be enough, I reckon. Mm. But then I'll pretend I've got the PCs and I don't. And that's the problem. But yeah. So yeah, lo- loads of YouTube videos. That's what I've been doing. Sorry, uh, Russ. Nice. I suppose. Yeah. Back to you, Russ. Uh, so yes, yeah, so I was going to mention observation. Oh, we just finished watching the latest series of What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, oh so that was cool. been on BBC. That was a funny TV show. Has it all been on BBC yet? Yeah, it's on the iPlayer. Is it? I, I didn't. I didn't it know it was is, all on there. It is so good. It's so it. so good. Yeah. You can tell that the budget has increased for that one. The ghosts episode is. <laughs> yeah, the, the special effects are sort of genuinely impressive now, but it's it's not lost its sort of its touch and like just getting into the really boring minutia of vampire existence but there's a really there's an awesome sort of arc for Guillermo in this series and it just does not drop in quality at all there are no bad episodes in this it's absolutely amazing and just for Matt Berry just doing his amazing line readings which can sometimes just be like fuck (laughs) But for some reason, it's incredibly funny. What's, what is all this? Is this just exoplasm? Yes, that is exactly what it is, my dear. <laughs> uh, Don't we, know we, about we, you, old chap, but I've got a raging hard on. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the, the, the I remember watching the first series and just thinking I didn't know, didn't think it would be possible to be better than the film, mm, and it really yeah. yeah. is. It is like the film's great, but. But the TV series is excellent. I didn't know it was all on iPlayer. I'm definitely going to have to watch that. I, I thought it was going to go week by week, but they just dropped them all on there. They I, them I don't know, there. but yeah. yeah, it's all on there at the moment. So get on it while you still can. Yeah. Um, we, we were going to start just watching it week by week on TV, but apparently they've been doing a couple of episodes and uh, and it's a bit mm. late for us. So we just thought we'd sit down and start watching it. Um, we, haven't, we, haven't, we haven't actually finished, got through the whole series, but mm. yeah, Russ, it, yeah, it mm. is... It's still just, just so, so funny. It, and oh, it's got um, what's his name? He plays um, uh, Judd uh, Judd Rudy. Well, you know what's his name from uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, the Phoenix. Oh, oh, what's his name? Oh, wait, is it Craig Robinson? The Pontiac, the Pontiac Bandit. Pontiac yeah. banged it, yeah. Doug Judy. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's really cool in it. Uh, and Mark Hamill's in it as well this series. I'd heard, I knew Mark Hamill was in it, I'd heard and that. He, yeah. is, he is a delight. Did you see um, <laughs> that he put up that he has a cameo in both Solo and um, uh, Rogue One under a pseudonym? Huh. It's too easy. To, he could just be a stormtrooper, though. Yeah, I think he probably is. But he, he's, he put up that he put the, the pseudonym up there. And he says, this is me. And it's in both Solo and Rogue One. Mm. But apparently in, in the last, in whatever the last one was called, I can't even remember. Um, basically you know all, the, all the Stormtroopers yeah. are cameoing celebrities. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much all of them are like a Jonas brother or whoever, whoever's relevant right now. Like uh, Daniel Craig was one of the, the talking Stormtroopers in... Um, what's yeah, you can, watching that back... There is zero doubt that that is Daniel. He, yeah. That stormtrooper walks like James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, it's great. But yeah, I, I'll, I will definitely get on what we do in the shadows. Thanks for that, Russ. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, William M. Patrick. That's he, he puts is his pseudonym. Additional voices. <laughs> He's in both. Yeah, in both Solo and Rogue One, apparently. Mm-hmm. Nice, cool. Okay, then, Duncan, what have you been up to? Uh, well, 
like Ross uh, watching, we were being watching uh, what we do in the shadows. Mm. Um, I mean, you've just spoken about watching YouTube videos and building a, a PC. I suppose I could start talking about the gardening because I've been doing quite a bit of that. <laughs> but um, gardening I mean, question I, times on Radio Four. It's definitely pop culture. Yeah. Um, it's, it just keeps on going, um, but I won't do that. Uh, and um, I mean, obviously, watch The Mandalorian, but we're going to do a whole podcast on that. Oh, yeah, uh, at some point, yeah. So, what I've been playing mainly actually Streets of Rage 4. <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember so last good. time I played it, but yeah, on the Xbox, I love it. I love it to, to bits. I love I'm. I was doing really well as Blaze, and so um, for some reason I like being a long-haired brunette. Um, I've been, I've been, I just sort of, every time I die, which is frequently, I just go to the next character. Yeah, see who he can get through. Um, yeah, I, I love, it's sometimes really, really frustrating, but it's so refreshing. To, but I just realised I really like just these platform beat em up games they're just fantastic just bring and i just now i really just want one of those scrolling uh side scrolling uh spaceship ones where you go so it's just a good one of those again would be brilliant um to be fair man like if you you, you can you get yeah they're still very um they're they're very popular um yeah i was playing one of those on the ipad a little while ago actually what's it it's called like Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Like R oh, something. It's really good. I can't. They're um. Oh god, what are they called? I don't want one for my phone. I just want it on. Yeah, no, no, no. But the, I can't remember what the, what the, the what they're called. Anyway, yeah. uh, Streets of Rage Four. Yeah, uh, it's great. It's great because it's exactly the same as it was when it came out in the nineties. Yeah. Um. Though I am currently stuck at the underground where you end up in the bar and you have to fight the guy with all the motorbikes oh yeah yeah and there's the uh, the kangaroo behind the bar yeah i love the kangaroo little nod to streets range three i think that kangaroo's in uh probably i couldn't think i I don't know i can't remember yeah but it's 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 just uh, yeah anyway i've actually already had to look up i was like i can't get past this guy is that because I keep on hitting all the, the motorbikes? I know the way I'm meant to, but it's sort of like I actually cheated. I looked up a wiki about how to beat him and I said, oh, it's, he's really easy. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck off. It's not. I'm getting really pissed off with it. So I haven't played it for a wee while. Mm-hmm. But it's so much fun. Nice. Nice. Tom, you're up next, mate. Oh, no, I'm dry. Okay. I'm dry. Those, those are my big things, apart from like working and looking and salivating at a, a purchasing a motorbike <laughs> uh that that's me really although actually i tell a lie <clears throat> i have to show this off and i know it's i know it's probably not going to be that interesting for many other people but can you see my new toolbox for my nice. scale modeling stuff over here so i have i have on the on the bench at the moment that's when you know it's got serious when you've got little tiny drawers exactly <laughs> i've got on the bench at the moment a um a Panzer IV, uh, one of the German tanks from World War II, which unfortunately the, the box the box art is absolutely fucking phenomenal. Um, and I just have to show you. It's a 135 scale, very, very nice. There's the hull of the tank, mm-hmm, very, very mm-hmm. big. There's the fully assembled, uh, well, basically the sort of lower part of the hull with all the wheels. Look how many fucking road wheels a bloody Panzer IV had. I had to assemble all of those. It took fucking ages. Um, <laughs> You're talking to an Imperial Guard player for uh, Warhammer, man. I know about assembling but, tanks. Yeah. <laughs> but, but check this, and man. painting lots and lots oh, yeah. and lots. That is nice. nice. Yeah. That is look nice. Look like, so, like, if I if I just sort of just pan it down here, it's got all of my kind of. I'll just. I'll sort Tom, of put, you, this put down. your dildos away. Oh my god, what are you doing? <laughs> I've got like my Tamiya masking tape. I've got like my you know sprue cutters my model filler, all my paints and things like that, all my stuff like, what have I got there? My matte coat. My, Tom's uh, just showing us a bag full of porn. Liquid latex. Basically. Mm. Liquid latex, that's definitely yeah. from his porn collection. Tamiya's like proper cement. And then <laughs> this, this, this amazing stuff, extra, extra thin. 
So if you use that when you're doing like transparent parts, it's unlikely to spread because it's so thin. It literally follows the contour, uh, not of the part, but of where the part's going to go. So it spreads itself out really quick. You've got to use it really quickly because it's so thin. But it's absolutely, um, absolutely superb. Some of the best uh, model cement I've ever used. Why is that not shutting? Oh, there you go. And then all these little drawers. <laughs> like, uh, can't get the, can't get the plate down. This is phenomenal podcast material. With like all the like self-contained little drawers, like all the filing, <laughs> weathering yeah. sticks. Mm. Uh, Tom's, Tom's now just Vibes. showing his dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> All of my weathering equipment. That's why I used to remove the date, the teeth, and destroy yeah. the dental records. <laughs> this this stuff in here. So the two spindles you can see is scale model ship rope. So, so that, like that's what he string, uses to get rid of the D- DNA. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's not string. It's basically. Somebody's it's... worked out a way of selling string at forty pounds a meter. <laughs> No, but but if you get if you get really close if you get really close to it you'll see that it's actually wound like string. Proper rope. Yeah. It's it's so clever. So I, I use that to model isn't sort of stowage. string wound like proper rope. But it doesn't it doesn't look exactly like it. And it's not the right color. Anyway, it was only one pound forty for each spindle. Uh, like spindle. So so get the fuck off my back. <laughs> <laughs> How long is each spindle? Oh, I mean that'll last me for years. Like I'll never, I'll never be able to use all of that. Like it'll take, it'll take not, years. Not unless it's almost as if it's not really a thing that anybody needs. <laughs> not unless if, uh, you, if you were making a model ship, you'd need it. You smart ass. Not unless there's a scale you, model. Do you war. think ships in a bottle is something that you could get into? Um, give it a go. <laughs> Yeah, he's not going to use all of it unless there's a scale model war, and then there's obviously going to be a resource rush, which will include yeah, that ship rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that, but that's it, really. Yeah. Like that was that was that toolbox was my Father's Day present. Nice, very yeah. cool, very nice. Well, that's um, that. I'm done. I'm done. I'm literally officially dry. I'm spent. I uh, back onto YouTube uh, have been. Uh, watching an awful lot of this one person's videos uh it's it's a lady on youtube who goes by the name of lady knight the brave and she has written film essays and tv series essays on some of the films and tv series i really like i mentioned her before because she's the one that did the rogue one one so it's 50 minutes of her talking about how rogue one is a flawed masterpiece and it is just excellent so then I, I moved on from that because I saw she put one up about Jojo Rabbit and the book thief from the perspective of a Jewish person that was bullied for being Jewish when she grew up uh, and why she loves those films, which is basically that, that the Jewish people in those films aren't just a mechanism for people to, to, uh, to look at the, the good work that the non-Jewish person is doing in the film because they're helping the Jewish person. The Jewish people in those films actually have personality and are important to the film as themselves and it goes into that for about 50 minutes and that was excellent so then i moved on to one where she talks about the adventure zone and i've never really got into the adventure zone i love critical role and i keep meaning to listen to the adventure zone but i've never got into it and that was excellent and then she she did one on mash i haven't watched mash in bloody years but she talks about how 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 mash is and just an absolute genius tv series and then I was enthralled by that as well. She just has a way... Oh, and uh, Doctor Who. And I've still got a few more that she's done that I haven't watched yet. But it's 50, they're generally about 50 minutes long. But she just pulls them apart in such a beautiful way by someone that her A, knows about film, B, absolutely loves what she's talking about, um, and just goes into so much detail about why she loves these things for, the, for these reasons. The Rogue One one is a really good place to start, especially for us who love Rogue One. But they are just fantastic. She just uses quotes at the right time of things that make total sense. Um, Lady Knight the Brave, she's, I think she's got about 42,000 followers. She's not got millions of followers. But they, the, all these, um, these film essays are fantastic to the point where every time I watched them, even the MASH one, which as I say, I've had no desire to watch MASH for like the last probably 15 years, um, uh, I, I, I ended up going, well, now I want to watch MASH. 
Like mm. she describes these things in such a way. I, I love watching people that are passionate about these kind of things. Um, and uh, she does it in such a way that made me want to a rewatch Rogue One again because I rewatched that one. Uh, but it's it, it's great. She's she, she's fantastic. And I, if you've got fifty minutes to spare, that's the biggest uh, potential stumbling block for these. Uh, it is it is a well worth watching because I watched the Rogue One one and just thought I've never really thought about that, but that makes me love it even more. Um. She does a lot of that, basically. So yeah, Lady Night the Brave, give it a watch on YouTube. Can you awesome. share uh, in the WhatsApp group? Yes, definitely, yeah. Definitely. Thanks, bud. The Rogue One one, yeah? Yeah, please. Yep. All right. I can do that. Yeah, I will do, definitely. Well worth a watch. Okay, and that's me done. Russ? Russ. Yeah. Finish well, us off. Pretty much oh, done. We've Whoa! just started watching the last series of Shit's Creek, which is phenomenal i really want to watch that is is that good is it very very good Mm. really very good definitely definitely worth them putting some effort into i'll give it a watch i have heard good things the trailer mm. on netflix always really intrigues me Mm. (laughs) yeah it's (laughs) well it's on tv as in uh it's advertised um all right well we we were actually I don't know. I've never. I don't know why I've never been. I've never watched. If, if, you're looking, if you're looking for a new project, there's only. So I think there's like six series of it. It's not colossal, um, and it's really very good. So definitely worth. Yeah, you know, give the first few episodes a go. I will probably. Well, because we always like. There's so many recommendations. We come to like Netflix or every moment. And go. What shall we watch? And so we always struggle to figure out what to uh, watch um i mean obviously we've been using disney plus when we can and uh we've been watching catching up on a few disney movies that we hadn't actually seen uh so emma hadn't seen tangled so we watched that i like first. tangled a lot i like tangled mm. uh, watched moana yeah which is Love like moana is incredible fantastic yeah um i love it to bits it was one of my favorites and then we also watched uh, finding dory because i actually got around to watching that and we got a D- dvd and so I watched it instead on disney because the dvd remains unopened um, otter cuddle yeah. party <laughs> yeah, i love the otter cuddle party uh just keep swimming just keep swimming um uh yeah the the blind uh, destiny the blind uh Whale shark. Oh, I love it. I love Finding Dory. Yeah. And do you know what? It's a Disney movie that no one dies in. I just, I just love the... <laughs> there are oh, no oh, parents. Oh, that's right. My beautiful gift. Boop. But in the first one, someone does. And Finding Nemo, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. Mother, mother dies. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think I... Oh, no. I mean, I prefer Finding Nemo. Yeah. But I love Finding Dory. The only, the only reason why... I, prefer finding nemo is because i think they could have finished and it's the only criticism i have they could have finished the film they didn't need the bit where the truck is then going into mm. the water and everything going off but you know i do like the fact that all the fish and the one that keeps on sneezing everywhere gets um yeah they all get uh, released but what i really like about those movies is how they do water and that mm. they're at the attention to detail of everything in the in the sea uh, everything is brilliant and how light pennant goes through water the and the the kelp forest it's it's fantastic so i, I would is, um i would bet money they came up with how to do the water before they actually came up with the idea for the film um well yeah i mean mm. they probably mm. same with finding nemo they, yeah. it was the attention the thing about finding nemo that blew me away i remember watching it on the flight back from the u.s was uh it was you know apart from talking fish and fish being in the wrong kind of climate mm. and at stupid depths but it was that attention to detail it takes it seriously it takes yeah. take, take, take the subject matter seriously like that's the one thing that pixar do really really well which is no matter how dumb it is whether it's talking cars or talking toys they take it seriously and mm, yeah. you know that what you're watching is a labour of love because the amount of effort they have to put in to actually do that. So, yeah. Have yeah. you watched some of the um, 
shorts on Disney Plus. Not like, yet. Um, mm. there, there's, a, there's a really good one from Toy Story 4 called uh, Lamp Life, which mm. is basically Bo Peep's, how Bo Peep came to be in the um, in the charity shop. Uh, effectively, that's what, or what is it? It's like the antique shop, isn't it? Mm. And it's, it's wonderful, absolutely wonderful, showing how her life and times in between those mm. uh, those those films is brilliant, brilliant. There's also some really really wonderful shorts that were obviously massive labors of love mm. for just a few like, little little groups of Pixar animators. There's there's a beautiful um, all musical uh, about a uh, volcano that finds uh, its its um, finds its perfect match in another island and it's just this love story between a volcano I've and another island I've seen this one yeah it's lovely it's it just a really excellent. lovely gentle kind of hawaiian guitar music really lovely song and it's just really it's just lovely it's very sweet and there's a little one about a bird on um on on a beach learning how to fish uh, for like uh, mollusks mm. in little shells and stuff which is just brilliant as well it's bloody, bloody marvelous You'll find them all on there. They're really, really cute. I've uh, yeah, just remembered something comes. something that, that that I've done, and it, it mm-hmm. involves uh, three quarters of the people here as well. Playing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I was going to bring that up as well. Hmm. So me, Russ, and Duncan, uh, along with some other people, have been playing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. Tom, we invited Tom, but he doesn't want to get written out of his will. So you know that's the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the of his dad's will. So you know. seriously, every yeah. time I do another podcast, my dad's finger, my dad's holding a pen, <laughs> just hovering. It's hovering over the will. <laughs> it's um. It's, my, it's my dad used to be into D and D in a big way back in the seventies. My dad, my dad probably was. My dad's a know. massive. My dad's a massive scale modeler. So mm. as long as I keep that up, I, I'm safe. You're... They used to do like four day sessions in a pub. Oh, that sounds amazing. Um, well, it sounds amazing that you can literally. The idea of just sitting around a table sounds pretty amazing at the moment. Yeah, true. Yeah. No, that's very true. Um, yeah, been very much enjoying the D and D. Dan's a phenomenal uh, DM. I'm okay, thank you. DM is a very great DM. Hey, it's been a lot of fun, and we've got we've got Russ, who's a halfling ranger, mm-hmm. and we've got Duncan, who is a furball druid. Yeah, it's good fun. Been a lot of fun. Yes, ramping up to the end of this little run, so that's fun. Yeah, welcome to come join us if you want, Tom. Well, maybe I will. Maybe I will. I need to. I need to know what I need to do. I need to probably make a character, right? Yeah, um, a level three character. But yeah, there's, a there's, level three character. Yeah. I will be a a sexy yet accessible. Uh, I don't know, um, paladin uh, with uh, uh, an insatiable love for men's balls. <laughs> yeah. you, you can join the many. I mean, that's everyone in the group already. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is handy. So yeah, we need we need a proper healer. We don't really have a healer. No, we have a cleric. So you guys are well, going to be running bit, around with that's a wee swords, bit harsh. and I'm going to be. I'm going to you're be not a healer. The, you've got I'm the, be the bit of. I'm going to be the one with the herbs. Words, you're not. You're not a cleric. Yeah. So I've I'm. Got, so I'm. I'm basically the host, am I? So like, you know, you guys <laughs> are going to be fanning around, and I'm just going to be like, anyone for a for a herb? I've got some parsley. No, I rub it into. You. Anyone need anything? No, I'll just I'll just sit on the sidelines then. Okay, just wait. Clerics can be pretty awesome. Clerics are awesome. Yeah. yeah, I mean, okay. So I suppose they've got the prayer of healing, but I mean, I do have. Okay, good berries are. Duncan, pretty... don't take it personally, but your guy is not a healer. I've got cure wounds and healing words, lesser restoration. Eventually, I'll get greater restoration. Unless, unless you really go down like a healer build for it. Yeah, but still got the. And then we'll just wind you up that you're not good enough at fighting. Yeah. See, so 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 this sounds like what? So I'm, I'm not be... really very good at fighting either. <laughs> if I was if I was a cleric, I would just be handing out good berries. No, no that's what they'd, you be, they'd you be sucking on your good berries. Yeah, just Mm-mm-mm. don't worry, guys. I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> I'll just, I'll... Dude, <laughs> look up, look up, dude. Seriously, look up clerics. They're badasses. They are very badasses. cool. Because right. they, they can do a lot. Of, they, they have like, like, a lot of buffs and things. So they can kind of inspire and sort of protect the party mm. while things are happening. They have. Well, do you know what's going to happen, Russ? Is I'm not going to give you cast a spell on you, and then you're going to be like, "Oh, actually, that would have been handy." 
Yeah, I mean, you should probably yeah. not take this take this too personally, Duncan. I was what I would imagine here. If, I mean, yeah. you know, not, not for nothing, but if this is what it's like. Um, wait wait until pass. Sunday night when I'm insulting you in character, then you can take it personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then, then it's on. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, come, come join the party. I'm... I'm I, I've just leveled them up, so I'm, I'm, they're going to be facing much tougher bad guys because I've, yeah. I've been going been going easy on them so far. So I know yeah, what's going to happen. I'm going to get into. I, I'm going to appear in yeah. this in this story, and like within the first encounter, mm. like that's it, done. Oh, it was just he didn't have enough good berries, so <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, oh, doesn't doesn't get defibrillator paddles just. Berries. Yeah, I mean, just go and rub them. Make a poultice out of those. <laughs> Defibrillator par- paddles. Uh, you get them at level six, so you know that's why. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've really got to really got to stick with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyone else? Anyone? Any, uh, any, uh, blah, blah, blah. any more for any more? Porn. Porn. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit of porn. Yep. All right. Okay. Well, on that note. <laughs> There we go. That's what we've been up to. We've been watching porn uh, and uh, playing Dungeons and Dragons, building PCs, and watching Rick and Morty and some all other series as well, yeah. all at once, all at the same time, all at the same time. Important to do it all at the same time. So, look, thanks very much for listening. If you want to share any of the stuff that you have been doing in lockdown or anything that you've been doing recently, you want to tell us about that we should be watching or playing or holding or sucking, then just let us know on our. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages. The handle is at TMTOOH. And if you want to, do check out our sister pod, Theatrical Cut Pod. You'll find them on Instagram and Facebook under the handle at Theatrical Cut Pod. It's time for us to say goodbye to Dan. Goodbye. Goodbye to Russ. Ta-ra. Goodbye to Duncan. Adios. And it's goodbye from me, Tom. And on that note... Let's cue the music. Hooray. Hooray. Hooray.